Go! This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Tonight is the beginning of the most metal month of the year. No, not because of Halloween. Because it's the month when Rob starts listening to 10 months worth of metal albums he's been avoiding so he can write his top 10 list for the year. Rock on, Robda, your trip hop records will be waiting for you in November. And now, it's time for the Metal Injection Livecast. Joke's on you, Chuck. I don't do year-end lists anymore. Ha-ha! Since when? Since last year. I just really hate doing it. Is that really when you start the year-end list in October? No. <laughs> when would you start? Uh, December 29th. I, uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving break is usually when I start. Um, but, I mean, when I would do it, I would just keep like a ongoing list of albums I, I enjoy listening to throughout the year and then uh, kind of at the end of the year go back to like the stuff I didn't have time for and then just be like alright and so next, last Thanksgiving break you opened up that doc file and there was nothing in it and you were like alright I should stop doing lists no there was still stuff in it but I'm just like I don't want to do that I hate writing this list but then isn't it like the stuff that you listen to first probably the stuff that you like the best because you're kind of more motivated to listen to it at that point and the stuff you listen to. But the stuff I listen to first is actually the opposite because the stuff I listen to first is so long ago that like I don't I'm not as passionate about how much I like it as stuff that's more recent. Like the sweet spot to release an album if you want to be uh-huh. on a year end list is December like 29th. August. <laughs> and it was like it would be like uh, actually a little it would be see the other thing is and and this isn't bragging, okay. Mm. But we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. Because I'm in the metal media. <laughs> I get the albums in advance. I get them like two months in advance. So, uh, like, I'm already over an album by the time, by like street date. Although, a lot, like, Just I. Just think about, like, the artists, like Travis was saying last week. Right, it's like exactly. It's the same they're thing. so over it. Yeah. Uh, except now that I know I'm not going to be doing the, these review lists, uh, also I, because. Just I'm so over the online promos and everything. Like that whole, the whole system. It, it was like a whole thing. It's a I'm formula. Like, like that. So I just wait till release week now to listen to music, even if I get the advance. Because then I'd have to download it and then put it on my phone. This way it's just, it's in Spotify. It's fine. Aren't you doing that like every day? Downloading shit, putting shit on your phone? Like what? I don't know. Apps? No. Torrents? No. No? I'm downloading torrents for my phone? No, you, but you're downloading them. No. No. You don't download swords? Not really. Like some movies, maybe. Yeah. But I don't do that every day. You do it often enough. No, not really. Just like. Don't blow up his spot. (laughs) Sorry, Rob. I really. There's no need for illegal downloading anymore. Other. The only thing that. Like, there's everything's on Spotify. Everything's on Apple Music. Like, music, I, I certainly don't. I don't even know where one would go to get music. Wow. I just uh, if I want something and can't find it, I just go to YouTube and like rip it. Oh well, see, I would the quality is already compromised at that point. Really, fidelity nerd, decent. Yeah, it's decent. It's it's decent, but I want great. I want that. I want that. Okay. Boom. I want the boom booms. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, and so Spotify. I have Spotify and Apple Music. So there's no home. metal artist whose album you would listen to in advance. You'd, there's nobody that you'd be excited enough about. Uh, when did you get the Tool album? I didn't. Oh, really? but do you remember there was a whole thing that he had to sign, like a. You went to that, to like. About it, to yeah, but they didn't give it. me. 
That was it. That was the only okay. listen I got until they put him in the back. back of a van with a blindfold. The, the album leaked. <laughs> no, uh, that's what Maynard does to. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> the album on. leaked a few days before, but it was the CD version, okay. which didn't have the interludes. And I remember really liking the interludes, and that like listening to them now, I do I do like them. So I felt it would be how much the, what percentage of the album is interludes? Uh, <laughs> it's actually like ten to twelve minutes of music. Out of how much total? Out of eighty five. Oh, I guess that's not so bad. Yeah, it's fine. They're like two, two Wait, three the, minute interludes. The songs are ten to twelve minutes, yeah. and the interludes are the rest. <laughs> you said the songs. To, the songs are each ten to twelve minutes, oh, but okay. the interludes are ten to twelve minutes total. Ah, you said it was ten to twelve minutes of music. <laughs> you went on the whole album. <laughs> no, they're eighty-five minutes. They're like the Biggie Smalls of metal. I think that, like, see, I, I wouldn't even want to say that might be my favorite album of the year, but it's like ah, it's such an obvious choice. I wouldn't. I typically even here's a little. Behind the scenes info. Because wait, here's the, what about doing the list of noises? Because it's not like you have to write thirty paragraphs about each thing. You just post a list of ten entries, and that's all. No, because you have to write something about it. Why? It's, like, because it's, it's your a, fucking website. You can do whatever the fuck you want, man. Yeah, but then it looks. It doesn't look good. I don't know. You need, you need a little something in there, and then I'm just like, mm. uh, for uh, for me, it's like I, I don't like describing music personally. <laughs> The guy who runs a music website doesn't like this. Well, I feel right. like you, sure, but I don't like descri- a certain amount of like words. Exactly. So it just gets repetitive. Uh, By the way, Sid, uh, one of the, the Maynard interludes was uh, "You can't talk with a gun in your mouth, motherfucker!" Right? <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Rob what were you signaling me? Oh, I, I think she's Babka is like chewing on a napkin or something. I don't know. A piece of, like a folded, a crumpled of paper. Know, I don't know. Here's an idea for the if, to get you back into top ten list this year. Uh-huh. How about this? You give me your top ten list, <laughs> and I, without listening to any of the albums, will write a paragraph on each, <laughs> just based on the artist name and the album title. I mean, sure, but I wouldn't publish that on metal. God damn it! That could be give me a chance. What if, it, what if it's really believable? Well, we'll do it on the show, and if All it's, right. if it's good enough. Okay. So wait, you will write a review. With the pretense that you have listened to it, you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. I got you. I thought you were going to transparently like just review it on the name and the album. Which do you think is a better idea? Which would you think, be more interested? I like by? both, honestly. Yeah. I guess I'll just I'll see the list and I'll see which way <laughs> is, inspires me more. They both have good qualities. Yeah. Well, both are better than actually listening to it and yes. giving an honest yes. reaction. Yes, for sure. I don't want to spend 90 <laughs> minutes listening to a Tool record. Deuterino asks, has Rob listened to the new Nile yet? I have not. Not sure if there's any songs about skin tags, as he asks. <laughs> uh, I have listened. Uh, the new Opeth album came out last week, and it's really good. Oh, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought it was much better than expected. I was pleasantly surprised. They actually evolved their sound. Oh, and there's a new Future Islands record coming out. That's right. <laughs> oh. I'm curious. But I, think, I just I remembered th- what Future Islands is. I forget. Yeah. I think they put out an album since my enjoy- obsession. My, my South by Southwest uh-huh. <laughs> obsession. Was it good? And I didn't like it. Oh. I, I remember it was like everything that I liked about the first one. It kind of, they kind of didn't. So what, what, what was it like? It was less croony, I remember. It was less, and like the songs weren't as a beat. They were more like emo y. I don't know. This sounds like it might actually be better. The crudy was sort of what I found most reprehensible about it. <laughs> well, then, we're looking for two different things in our music. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think of a... It's hard to be put on the spot like that. Because also, it's like, when when, did, when do albums come out? I mean, for yeah. you, they come out months earlier than they right. do for the plebes. Uh, <laughs> for me, like, 
I guess I just listened to stuff randomly, but the Contortionist put out an EP that I really liked. And they covered um, Smashing Pumpkins 1979. Interesting. And I liked it. Mm. But like a loud metal version? Well, I mean, they're or, not a loud metal band. They're, they're more like prog, like singy okay. music. Can we hear that? I'm curious what that would sound like. I was never the biggest Smashing Pumpkins fan, but I'm interested in a... Yeah, in a, a cover? A new take on a song about the year I was born. <laughs> oh. oh. So it's all about I w- you. Yeah, I wanted to uh, like that song more. Are you and Billy Corgan the same age? I don't think he was born in 1979. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's what that album is about. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, it's I, about I just, Billy Corgan's age. <laughs> he wishes he was born in 79. He's probably closer to 69. This is it. What is this? The song that you just said you really like? Well, this is just a direct. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't like it. I thought they'd add something or they'd change something. It sounds like an elevator music version. Uh, Different guitar tone, Sid. Duh. I like the vocals better than Billy Corgan's, but otherwise it's like... Yeah, no one cares about stuff. that stuff. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even be able to tell that this wasn't the original music track from the original version. I can tell a little bit when he sings. The, oh, oh, you're saying yeah. just the music? Yeah, I agree. Like if this was like just him singing over like a karaoke version mm-hmm. yep. of the original. But yeah, the vocals are better. So at the very least. Right. That's true. Bad. I'll agree with that. Thrashing. Yeah. Okay, that's a positive remark. Pleasant. That's something that I like. Well, he's okay. saying it's like... Exactly the same as a shitty song, but the vocals are slightly <laughs> less shitty. I don't know that that was such a glowing review. It's a low bar, but fifty-one <laughs> percent. I think the music sounds a little bit more updated. How? I don't know. It sounds, it sounds exactly the same. yeah. It sounds like a direct cover. It sounds like you no, go see is, a band. Yes, it sounds like a direct cover, but like it just sounds fresh. Like the mix is better. Better mastering. Yeah, well, the technology is better today, so sure. Yeah. Yeah. The vocal is He sounds like the guy from um, Oh what the fuck is that band Last Chance to Reason Yeah it's the same guy I don't know what Is that an actual band Yeah The, the band is The guy who uh, was married To Zoe Deschanel For five minutes Was in Death Cab for Cutie Sounds like Death Cab for Cutie vocals Uh I, I can't tell what they Like I can't think of What they sound like Ben Gibbard Is that the guy's name Maybe That's what this sounds like Okay There was a lot of big releases This year that delivered there was also Rammstein. I really like that album. Are they big? Is that a big? Yeah, they're very big. Right. They play arenas. I was in Midtown the other day doing my tourist interviews, and there was a couple walking through, both in Rammstein shirts. Did See? you make, make it a point to talk to them? No, because they're not going to say anything that I could use. The Rammstein fans don't like Taylor Swift. They ain't uh, doing shit for you me. Don't or Drake. Know. Oh, uh, Carbomb put out a great album, too. That came out a few weeks ago. Wonderful band in the vein of Meshuggah, like very spazzy and insane. All right. Uh, the Rammstein album is very catchy. Like there were a few songs I remember just like all throughout the day I would be singing the hook in German, which I don't know what I'm actually You better saying. be careful there. You're right. You're right. And the new Slipknot album, I 
I felt I would be indifferent to it. And then I gave it a listen. I was like, oh, that's right. They know what they're doing. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason why they have a very dedicated, loyal following is because they always deliver. Like if they don't deliver, they're not going to be one of the biggest metal bands right now. Oh, here's another one. I, I've been listening to uh, Admission by Torch. I like that album. Oh, Torch is good. Yes. I, I, have, I haven't listened to that album yet. I should. Wow. When did that come out? Uh, a few weeks ago. I don't know. Okay. But I've been listening to it. It's good. I like, I like early Torch a lot. But then they kind of got a little softer. But now they're kind of coming back around. So, How is their uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings cover? <laughs> good. <sighs> I don't think uh, you'll find it on that album. See what what other stuff what other stuff came out this year? I don't know. Well, there was an album this year, but the most successful touring band this year, uh-huh. Metallica. Oh, who? Not gonna be touring for a while. Never heard of them. Oh wow, James Hetfield. Friday, five p.m. Finishing up my work. I see a tweet thread from Metallica, which is like you don't usually see this, and it's hey guys, it's Lars. Uh, I, let me just read it. Let me read the. Could you do it in Lars' voice? Like sad, disappointed Lars' voice? <laughs> embarrassed Lars' voice? I don't think he's embarrassed. I'm sure he's not happy about it. Yeah, didn't they have like, to cancel a bunch of dates? Like yeah. Do man. this again? Really? <laughs> probably Bro, relieved. just go to the bathroom. Bro. <laughs> my lifestyle determines my death style. So, uh, a note from Lars, Kirk, and Rob. We are truly sorry to inform our fans and friends that we must postpone our upcoming tour of Australia and New Zealand. As most of you probably know, our brother James has been struggling with addiction on and off for many years. He has now unfortunately had to re-enter a treatment program to work on his recovery again. We fully intend to make our way to your part of the world as soon as health and schedule permit. We'll let you know as soon as we can. Once again, we are devastated that we have inconvenienced so many of you, especially our most loyal fans who often travel great distances to experience our shows. We appreciate your understanding and support for James, and as always, thank you for being a part of our Metallica family. And then they have ticket refund information. The thank you for being part of our Metallica family thing to me, like, I don't want to be a cynic, but it just comes off as like such pandering it's just like corporate branding i feel it's so ingrained into them though that they they don't even think about it now it's probably just like second nature to talk right like i don't i don't think yeah like i don't think they're well you think that metallica wrote that yeah like the trip probably was a publicist and they were like yeah that works that's fine i can see lars writing it uh but yeah james is it's a bummer do we know what for i'm assuming alcohol addiction that was his that was his deal he liked the whiskey all right in the jarro, or was it vodka? What was it? Vodka was? in the jarro. <laughs> he had both in the jarro. Wasn't it like Jägermeister or something? No, that's Slayer. Is it? It's whiskey. Yeah, Wait, Jerry King loves Jäger. Each band only drinks one thing. Is that no, like they're, Slayer, they're sponsored. It's Slayer like sponsored Michael Jordan them. can only wear Nike. <laughs> well, now actually, not anymore because uh, Slayer put out like the. Uh, Invested or like one of them invested in their own drink, that whiskey, cold cock. Yes, <laughs> cold <Wow>. cock whiskey. <laughs> Drinking some cock. <laughs> a little cold cock. It's my favorite uh, cock. Eskimo porn. It's cold cock. It's a good series. <laughs> what were they thinking with that? 
Seriously. <laughs> With what? Cold cock? Naming it cock. <laughs> Naming what cock? Whiskey cock. No, they name it cold cock, and it's intentional. Yeah, okay, I think, it's that doesn't change I think it's intentional, there's, though. There's they want that cocks. reaction. There's a lot so of cocks on whiskey bottles, or like, mm. or is it bourbon bottles? I feel like it. Like name another whiskey with cock in it. Well, not in a name, but there's just like <laughs> pictures of cocks. Any whiskey I serve you, <laughs> oh, will have at some point had cock in it. There you have it. Anyone who's drunk a whiskey served by Sid has tasted his cock. That's not think, a worm. That's a pubic hair, baby. Do you think it's a reference to, like, limp dick? Like, you know, when you drink so much you can't get it up? No, cold cock means to punch somebody. Yeah, yeah like a punch in the uh, face. I think the whiskey is like a punch in the face. That's what they're saying. So it's not smooth? It is smooth, actually. I mean, it's weird. It's actually... Smooth punch it's, in the face? It's actually... You're right. It's a... Uh, it's the antithesis of what the marketing of the drink is. Yeah. That it's a smooth whiskey that you, if you drink it cold, it goes down smooth. Mm. Maybe if you drink it warm, it cocks you. <laughs> it cocks Excuse you cold. Me. Cold cock. Available in stores now. Is that our Get, live read? It was a backdoor live read. Yeah, no. Get your cock now. Yeah, you like that backdoor cock? <laughs> okay, what are we talking about? I'm getting excited. Uh, what we're talking about is this month, Siberia will release their new album, Seeds of Change, via Blacklight Media Records. Siberia craft intricate and involving instrumental rock opuses, and they have never sounded more assured than on Seeds of Change. Following in the footsteps of Caspian, Mogwai, and Russian Circles, their instrumental works are complex yet Instantly accessible, weighty, generously and gorgeously melodic. I did a Trump thing there. I misread something, but then I meant it. I, I corrected myself. Like I meant thing. to say that. Yeah. yeah. Generously and gorgeously. It just mm. said gorgeously. Melodic and always deeply moving. Purchase your copy of Seeds of Change now. Now. Well, or whenever you want. At blacklightmediarecords.com. Slash Siberia. That band again is Siberia with a Y. S Y B E R I A. Nice. By the way, you did a Trump thing, but then you undid the Trump thing by admitting that you did it. Yeah, that was very un-Trump of me. But now back to cold cock. <laughs> back to cock. <laughs> um, I sent this a few weeks ago. I need to find this. Uh, cock in my mouth. Oh, Rob. But, but, I don't mind an uncut cock. <laughs> oh, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, I always want to talk about your cock. Oh. Who did you say that to? Were we just like hacking your phone calls? <laughs> Is that on the show? I do want to say I, I, I genuinely hope that James Hetfield gets better sincerely and, and corporately because he is responsible for the biggest band in metal and like Metallica. Mm. Props up so many businesses. Dave Mustaine would not agree with that statement. I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think so. Um, he isn't propping up anything. <laughs> oh, oh, with that. Oh, I see. I thought you meant he wouldn't agree with the statement that we hope he gets better. Um, Probably that he too. isn't getting better. <laughs> Dave Mustaine's also getting better with his Trotz cancer. cancer. I forgot all about that. <laughs> That's how good you are with it now. So, someone uh, not really doing better is Lane Staley, though. He's still dead. But uh, Well, nice segue. This is a what? segue because... And he definitely has a cold cock. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to tie it all together. Well, look, uh, first of all, I, that was a terrible segue and a terrible joke. I, Lane Staley, one of my all-time favorite. <laughs> Okay. Vocalists. Vocalists? Did you just Woke, say? He, he was woke. He was and woke. Like my uncle, though. He was very uh, into women's rights, and he made it clear. He was very vocal. Uncle Vanda. Vogue. <laughs> the show's all about lists. Uh, first, the list you didn't do for the year-end list, and now the vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> the vocalist. The year-end woke list for Metal Injection. Well, I wanted to talk about uh, this interview with... Uh, Alice in Chains frontman William Duval, who of course succeeded Lane Staley. Well, in a manner of speaking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I, well, I don't want to say Successful I want to say not dying of a heroin. I don't overdose. want to say he replaced him because obviously Lane <laughs> Staley is irreplaceable. But I think cock. I think uh, <laughs> William Duval does an incredible job, and it's very respectful. I've seen it. I've seen the new new version of Alice in Chains multiple times. It is a great show, and those. Songs are absolutely timeless and so good. Couldn't Jerry Cantrell have just done all the vocals? No, he does a lot of vocals though yeah. too. But they like, harmonize. Why, why, there's a lot of harmonizing. But why bring in another guy and then have to split the money in an extra way? Well, he doesn't just do all because he probably can't hit some of those notes. Nobody's expecting him to. But that's the thing. Duval hits it like it sounds. It doesn't sound. I'm not gonna say it sounds exactly like it, but it sounds enough like it. That's just. Cre- I feel that's nah. even. That's like creepy to me. It's its own thing. But it's like, it's this like, guy's dead. We're now we're just gonna find somebody who sounds like our dead guy to sing it. Like I don't. It's like he's dead. Don't you Let, want it to sound like like you? But then it's just it? gonna remind me that the, the original guy is dead. But they pay. It's it's, it's, it's not. Know. It's I'm it just telling, is weird to me. I understand what you're saying, but if you see it, it's like it makes sense. It's right. it's tasteful. But it's what's worse, that or getting like Sammy Hagar and making the band just a whole new band and and just has the same name on it. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I actually prefer that. And then you sink or swim, whether mm. it's good or not. Okay. I mean, but then you don't play bands, all the worked, songs that people want to hear. They work for Faith No More. They but they still played all. They do a ton of stuff. That, yeah, but he uh, doesn't try to sound like Chuck uh, Mosley does. Yeah, I, but he can't sound like he can't. Yeah, he's sound better. Like he's it could be thing. Anthrax, and then just like have the new guy re-record every single song <laughs> that you yeah. ever did. That's just they just <laughs> didn't want to pay any royalties. Jeez, right. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah, let me let's play let's play a uh, classic track by the new vocalist of Allison Chains, and you guys tell me what you think of it. Let's Is see. this live or recorded? Yeah, this would be live. Okay. Well. Let me see if I can find a set list here because just a full set. So let's see. Okay, I'm going to have to scan through this. Do they do any Mad Season songs? I don't know. I want these streets to creep in a fall. That's a new song. This is a new song. This is also this demos or something? This is like a concert recording, but it seems like the audio wasn't mixed. So let me let me find another clip. I feel like that. And keep that. looking until you find a good one, even if it takes the next three hours. <laughs> yeah. The longest podcast yeah. in history. It's a special episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much are Alice and Chains paying you, Rob? They're not paying me anything for this. And I'm, I'm about to knock the singer, so <laughs> I want to first establish. Who's going to take over for James when he kicks off? Dave. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I wish. Wait, but let's Oh, and of course it's the solo. <laughs> I feel, honestly, okay, what you said, who's going to replace James? I feel Hetfield is irreplaceable. Like, there is no, there could Darren be a Metallica if any one of the other members died. I mean, Toy Toy. 
Right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not wishing death on anybody. Agreed. But if they Eat were to me. die, I think it would be much easier to accept Metallica continuing than if James were to die. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can recreate those sounds. You yes. cannot recreate James Hetfield's well, voice. Neither well, can he at this point. <laughs> I mean, he's addressed it all right. Robert Trujillo, who could really go. Like, I don't think anyone would care. You know what I think? Are you being serious? I don't think, I don't think it would well, work. Well, last one in, first one out. I mean, they've already replaced two bassists. Well, really three, if you can. But that yeah. uh, did, did that change the sound? I mean, like that's you don't you can't tell if you're listening. Oh, aren't we saying the same thing? I, I'm yeah. saying he that he could be replaced. Oh, I'm. Oh, I thought you were saying Trujillo could replace James Hetfield. <laughs> what? Oh no, I mean, no, no, no. That's no. why I was like, are you joking? No, I've never no. heard him sing. Maybe <laughs> he I, does. Back he does the the same thing Jason Newstead did. You yeah. Know. yeah. Die, motherfucker, die. Or whatever. Good enough. If that should happen, heaven forbid, I would like to see a new iteration of Metallica with like DJ Darren Delgado doing all the James <laughs> Headfield drops. A neuteration? I don't think I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's already kind of neutered. Just do it with uh, your, like, okay, so what? Yana nana wanna know. Do we want to hear Angry Chair, Down in a Hole, oh. Man in the Box? Godsmack, Rooster, Wood. I'm going to say Rooster. I think that's a pretty okay. iconic Lean Staley vocal. Okay. Isn't this song about Jerry Cantrell's dad? Is it? I thought I it was about so. war. Like By the way, this is Allison Chains live in Moscow. <laughs> was it the, was it his father in war or something? Yeah, I think it's something about like, like his dad was a vet. Gotcha. You fast it? By the way, this is the second straight segment mentioning cock. That shot like that. Oh, good point, Darren. In the next segment. Here he is. I'm scared. So this is him singing, the new guy? Yeah. Pretty spot on. And that's a straight up impression. Am I right? It's like a similar tone. For sure. It's different, but it's, yeah, he's being very true to the original material. To me, it's only different in this. Well, wait. Yeah, they're harmonizing. This sounds like it's only the only variation is like what a singer would do on his own, varying from his own album. Yeah, it's not like it's clearly an impression. Yeah, but I think it's very intentional. That part is intentional. I agree. No, yeah. clearly. I, I mean, if you're and gonna, it should be. It should like. I mean, that I feel like not. It should be, but that's what people want. I don't know. I'm torn on that. I mean, if let's, they let's they know it. what their fans want, but I, I I find that a little distasteful. It's like a cover band at this point. But the rest of the band is the band. That's why I, I know, said it should just be Jerry Cantrell doing all the songs. No, I disagree. I think it's good. I guess this is also a harmonizing thing. It's like getting a divorce and then you like marry a woman who looks like your wife's identical twin. But what if everybody uh, supports it? Like, I think they're all cool with Lane's family. And really... Yeah, it wouldn't be as Lane, much a divorce as your your, your wife dies. She's a little creepier, then, too. Yeah. A widower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
That, that's why I was like, it's just, I don't know, it's just weird to me. By the way, your wife. <laughs> yes. So, it's good, it's good. If you're on the fence about seeing them live, do it. So, with that said, now that I've praised yes. Willie Duvall, mm-hmm. he was recently asked in an interview with Madness to Creation. What is that? Uh, I don't know, media presence of some sort. Uh-huh. A local <laughs> public access TV show? It's, a, it's called a vertical, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> he was asked if he's ever felt... Lane Staley's presence or ever felt a loved one's <laughs> presence when he performed a song. So oh, oh from the start, Jesus. this premise is very wide ranging because it starts with, oh, have you ever felt Lane Staley's presence? Uh, and then I guess they were looking at his face. It was like, oh, well, if he says no, let me just generalize <laughs> it to or anybody's presence uh-huh. while singing a song. And... Um, for me personally, as someone who is secular, this is the dumbest fucking question. <laughs> yes. Because, and, and, and really, like, so rude. Like, like, I think we've talked about this on the show before when mm. people say, like, oh, he must have been <laughs> watching me. It's like, how so, like, this person is dead. You think they're spending their, like, uh, let's say there is an afterlife. Let's, sure. let, 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 let's go with that. Okay. So this person is in the afterlife, which is bliss, which is heaven. He's taking time away from the greatest time mm-hmm. of his not life mm-hmm. to stalk you and give you signs. Well, like, maybe that would indicate that they're actually in hell. And they just have to follow these people around yeah. all day. And I mean, really, Lane Staley's <laughs> Hell would be listening to Allison Chains with a different, yes. like, sound alike singer doing yes. his song shittier. <laughs> so here's what he responded This was a time before they decided to ever bring back Allison Chains. Mm. There was a time when my band comes with the fall. We're playing outside of Seattle at an outdoor thing. That's worse than Cold Cock, <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. Comes with the fall. Is it come C-U-M-S? It better no. be. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Man, I can't get off during the summer, but boy, oh boy, when that fall gets here. Non-stop. That's when I comes. <laughs> I comes with the fall. Uh, we were playing outside of Seattle at an outdoor thing. It could have been 2001 or 2002, something like that. We were doing the song Down in a Hole. Come to think of it, it was 2002 at a time after Lane had passed. We were doing that song, and it was one of those times where something definitely came over us. And I was told afterwards by the drummer that it happened. We were told that during the song where the two-part harmony hits, that a bird flew and stayed right in front of me for a length of time and then flew off, and everybody saw it but me because I had my eyes closed when I was singing. And everybody was freaked out by it. That would probably be the one time where feeling the presence qualified. Get out of here. Shut the fuck up. Tough hard rock guys getting freaked out by a bird. Get the, you're, it's an open air concert. Birds fly around. Like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> but what are the odds it would land on the mic during down in a hole? Why like, can't what? you just it let was... him have that as his like moment? Because it's stupid. I'm taking away from him. He could have it. He has the moment of being in Alice in Shades now. I think, I think that's a better moment. And like that moment has meaning to him and his bandmates or whatever. His former like, bandmates who we left in the dust when Jerry Cantrell called them up. 
They're probably pissed. They're probably command. I wish I didn't say that to him. Fucking Maybe stupid. Applied. Like a bird landed there. That means Lane Staley is like inhabiting the bird. What is? What did the baby? Did he tell the bird? Was he like Aquaman for birds? He's warging. He's like Bran in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it was a three-eyed raven that flew. I don't think it's Lane in the bird or like a ghost or anything. So like that. So what happened? I think it's just more of just like eliciting a good feeling. Why though? Why does that? Like, why can't he? Well, to have be that fair, moment? I think all he wasn't. If the end of his sentence, uh, the end of his statement yeah. is, that would be probably one time where feeling that presence qualified. So he's okay. like, kind of just trying to be polite in and a way, just I like reaching for I, I guess like that was one time where I was like, oh maybe, you, but like to me that whole th- the, it's weird. It's like yeah. I understand. In a way, the t- the touchingness that like you just but why can you be like, like walk around and I, like feel like you're getting a sign from the universe about something good? No, no. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't like. I'll say it, but I don't. In you my heart, say, you I wouldn't say mean it if it. someone interviewed you. Well, here's my here's my issue with that. All right, so a bird lands on your guitar, or whatever. That means you are like being watched over, or your loved one is right. Okay, fine. Let's accept that. So what happens when you, like, step in an enormous pile of shit or, like, a rat runs over your foot? Does that mean, like, demons are watching you? How, what's the no, analogous? because I think he gives that, okay, let's say it's what Rob says, he's being nicer or whatever. But if mm-hmm. not, if it was, like, a moment that meant something to him, like, he is giving that moment meaning. Well, I don't understand. Can you elaborate? I'm not picking on you. Like, I really want to understand what you're saying. He is finding something positive in this experience and he's making it he's turning into like a positive message but can it just stepped in dog shit it would be like okay i stepped in dog shit that sucks but i see what you're saying i think is the same thing i'm saying i'm just saying it's not a good thing to do that i think it's like it's like seeing jesus's face on toast like what jesus is not really in the toast but that no but that's him like remembering someone or like honoring someone it's not like someone like seeing jesus on toast but all right viral video out of it but i think it's the same thing because you're cherry picking a situation where in reality you're thinking of lane staley because you're playing his song badly on, okay. on stage okay <laughs> so am i wrong like I, I don't think the bird really had anything to do with it it's like sort of seeing like i mean that's a harmless example of it but but the question was have you ever felt his presence well you didn't feel his fucking presence come on you didn't even know what happened until after right Exactly. Yeah, that's retrofitting. So the, maybe it was like a moment into... for everybody else, and that's what he chose to talk so everybody, about. So Lane Staley was so in everybody everyone, else's. So ev- no, everyone else gave that moment meaning, mm-hmm. and to them it meant something that we can't understand because we didn't have that relationship mm-hmm. with Lane. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Which do you think is the better way to handle a bird landing on stage? This way or the way Ozzy handled it? <laughs> Ozzy, definitely. Do we think Ozzy also thought the bird was someone and it was just someone he didn't like? Yes. See, he, t- he just gave it meaning. He gave yeah. it meaning and he devoured he the bird. He fucking head off that thing. He was mad. <laughs> we just have to hope that no birds land on stage after James dies while Megadeth is playing. Oh, my God. Because he would, like, sodomize the bird. Eggers in the chat says his name is Staley. I've been fucking calling him Stanley, Stanley my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I've had stuff like that. Lane Stanley, Chuck Schuldiner. I can't get people's last <laughs> names. That's all right. It's Schuldiner. 
I mean, the, the, both of these people are dead, right? So who cares? Call them whatever the Their hell you want. Are a lot. And you also made a good Fair. point that I didn't realize the first time I, I read that story uh, when you put it in the, the email uh, that it, it it sounds more like he was kind of just giving them something. Yeah, I didn't. I, the, I As I was reading it uh, over the year and I saw that last sentence, it hit me. I didn't pick that up either the first time. So we shouldn't be it. too harsh. So I'm not. Too, yeah, we can't be too harsh. But that kind of thing, though, pisses yeah. me off. Like when people sincerely mean it, I just it just irks me. So what? But so it doesn't bother you that he just kind of like lied? Wouldn't it be better if he um, was just like, "Hey, that's kind of dumb." Yeah, I think that would be better. I do agree with you, but I also do, I I think I understand the pressure of people asking you stupid questions all the time, and at some point you just want to go like, "Yeah, okay, sure," and throw them something so that they'll shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's just easier to bullshit your way through it and give them what they want right. instead of making a thing out of it and then being stuck right. dealing with them for longer. And I can identify with that in my normal, boring, everyday life. So imagine somebody that's yeah. semi-famous having to deal with stupid questions constantly. Like, I can see why you would just say, oh, yeah, a bird landed on my fucking whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his answer is being published and then discussed on podcasts. Yeah, so. I, yeah, uh, fair. You know, that's fair. I mean, I yeah. think it is. it does make him come off a little... <laughs> dumb but i'm trying to get be charitable also there is the other side that if he w- would take our approach he might be getting way more negative publicity probably so yeah podcast. or just say i don't want to answer that and then it will yeah. never be published well, you could be nice about it just You'll be like say, oh no, no i don't uh, i don't believe Never in that stuff yeah. i'm like yeah. a secularist right yeah i have very much i would yeah. appreciate that yeah more than a lie i agree mm-hmm. def that would definitely be preferable but I do give him credit, like, just from that that read, that uh, he probably also thought it was a little stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Being nice. Uh, it did remind me of something with our good friend Mark B. Uh-oh. <laughs> recently. Uh, this is great. Of course, his brother we've talked about, who is our friend Jeff, uh, passed away a few years ago. And when uh, Jeff was in sports leagues and whatnot, he, was num- he would always be pick the number 22. That was his numbers, so to speak. Uh, so... Our friend Mark B was in a Burger King and he posted. I think it was a Nathan's. A Nathan's. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he posted a photo like, wow, can you believe it? Jeff is looking over me every day because the, it was or the receipt the and the number 22. Yeah. That's so sad. Jeff always finds a way to say hi to me. That's what it was. <laughs> Jeff always finds a way to say hi. And look, on the one hand. Let the guy mourn his brother. Right. I, I, I wouldn't say this to him. I would never yeah. say this to his face. And I really <laughs> hope nobody listens to this. Oh, Please. Don't even a, say that. That isn't a dare. That isn't a dare. Don't do listens? Don't be cruel. <laughs> Let me be cruel anonymously. I, it's funny you say that because like at least a dozen of our listeners are his friends now. Yeah, like, they just add him randomly. And, he'll, oh, and we have not aided in that process. Like they, We're just his friends on Facebook and they just go through our friends and like add him. Oh jeez. Uh, but they just figured out we we try not to say his name, his last name, but there's only a few marks, I guess. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, so I just thought that was funny. <laughs> like what? Like it's just a fucking random number, and like, come on, get out of here. Well, what are the odds? Well, like one in a hundred. You know? <laughs> yeah, like one in ninety nine. <laughs> if yeah. you go to Nathan's like every day for a year, you're guaranteed to get that number like five times, probably. At least. So Jeff's going to say hi to you five times. Well, that's pretty good. <laughs> imagine. and oh, So imagine now you're in heaven, right? Yeah. And you have all the earth, uh, the uh, heavenly powers like available to you. And you can interact with the physical world. 
And the way you choose to say hi to your brother is with a fucking Nathan's receipt ticket number. Well, he knows that his brother's at Nathan's a lot. I mean, it's path of least resistance. Yeah, I mean, but what are the, what's a better way to do this? Or, like, be a bird and fly by him? Or be <laughs> but wouldn't you, like, use your power to type, like, hey, Mark, it's me. I'm okay. I'm in heaven. Don't well, worry about me. Maybe the gate opened up at Nathan's, and that's how he's able <laughs> to walk through. But he can only type two numbers. <laughs> Shit, I, only have, I have to send a message, but I only have two characters that Ghosts I can use. Ghosts are weak. They have no energy. They don't eat. <laughs> that must be extra bittersweet then That he, he can't eat yet He has to send a message through a Nathan's receipt What a fucking tease You think Nathan's like might discover this portal To interdimensional <laughs> beings Like I mean it? you know You eat enough Nathan's You're gonna cross over to the other side <laughs> yeah. pretty quick anyway So they know That's what that contest is for Hot dog nuggets And speak to your dead aunt $1.49 <laughs> Delicious. John Edwards uh, bought Nathan's. He's using it for uh, communicating with dead spirits. When you said that, I was like, really? I didn't hear about that. Oh, 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 oh it's a bit. It's a bit. I think it's Edward, right? Not Edwards. I don't know. Yeah, John Edwards One is, is the, the politician. Yeah, the disgraced politician. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of a disgrace, if we oh. could just go back to the James Hetfield topic for a Uh-oh. moment. Uh-oh. Yeah. For the most part, lots of love and positive uh, messages to Hetfield. Uh, and it's funny, uh, Jamie Josta posted how Hetfield helped him get sober. And Randy Blay said when he was uh, trying to get sober, they were touring with Metallica. And if it wasn't for James Hetfield, he might be dead at this point because him and his crew helped him get sober. And they would meet up every day and have like essentially an AA meeting. Aww. And uh, El Duderino pointed out that one person would be dead and one person would be alive now. If he if that hadn't happened, well, it's mm-hmm. terrible. I said El Duderino said it. I didn't say it. It's terrible. Uh, anyway, but the worst <laughs> take, worse than that take, I think, <laughs> is uh, from the Instagram account James <laughs> underscore Headfield underscore Mustache. So there's, <laughs> there is an Instagram account for James Headfield's new like Hulk Hogan stash. His, is it a Fu, is it a called a Fu Manchu? Is that what it's sure. called? The technical term for the stash. So James Hetfield Mustache writes, okay, so I want to say this because it pisses me off. And I said for like a hundred times, I do care for James's health, but I also hope, I can't even get through this, but I also hope he keeps his hair and mustache. What's wrong with that? <laughs> But this sounds like he's responding to but a I previous also, message he wrote. I also hope that he keeps his hair and mustache. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I care for two things. So what? It's not your problem, and it shouldn't be. <laughs> I love James. Love his look, etc. P.S. Read my bio again if you can't take it. So again, James's health matters the most. But I've said that like a hundred times at this point, so why do you have to repeat it every time? Oh, yeah, because a bunch of snowflakes can't take my opinion. Well, guess what? This is my page for the ones that haven't complained. Love y'all. For the snowflakes, be gone. I like but how, what are they uh, complaining about? Like, it must have been a previous thing he wrote that they're see. upset about. Well, I'm assuming they're complaining that, like, why are you, who cares about his hair? And, yeah, but, but he must have said something to warrant, the, like, there must be an inciting incident. Anyway? Is it? Isn't it? I don't know. 12K followers. Mm. 
Yeah, but it's a joke. I would imagine it's only pictures of his mustache. Right? Let's see. Hey, you know who else is on Instagram? We are. That's right. Our Instagram handle is Metal Injection Livecast. You can add us. We post. How many mustache shots? I don't know. I mean, I have a mustache, but it's attached to a beard. <laughs> you all right? It's a beard. Okay, so here, here is Fuck the. Is that? It's uh, what you'd say when you're a vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> here is the original post from James okay. Hetfield's mustache. Uh, this is so silly. <laughs> okay, so normally I don't believe in rumors or theories and all that, but I just read what someone said online. <laughs> I, what, I just read what someone said. Okay, so this someone is a good source. Maybe the reason he went back to rehab wasn't alcohol, but pills for depression or pain. Medication causes you to bloat and could affect your movements, like hands, etc. Now, if you look back at some of the tour videos earlier this year, James barely downpicks. Now, just put it all together. James gained weight. He looks sad, although he actually looks good to me. He can no longer downpick the way he used to, and I don't think it has something to do with his age. But again, this is just a simple guess. Maybe it's still alcohol. Maybe it's something else. Now, before some of you go full apeshit because of this, yes, giving him time is also important. I already knew that. It's like, is this healthy? <laughs> to speculate on what? But what about what? What does that have to do with his mustache? And who is this why guy? Do, like why should have an opinion? Is do rehabs make you shave your mustache? Like why is he? <laughs> there may be drugs afraid? in there. <laughs> be careful. You think he's gonna smoke the mustache when he runs out of his? <laughs> I mean, listen. Facility. Whatever you got, right? That's that's pretty low. <laughs> whoa, oh whoa. But what would this guy? I guess he's just afraid of his account having. Expired like if James, James shaves the mustache that he has to. Okay, here we to, go. Oh, okay, there was an even earlier okay. post. I, this is a very <laughs> controversial down the rabbit hole. Well, the news about James sure isn't positive. Hope he gets better really fast. Kind of makes me scared. I don't know how long it'll take for him to like recover. And I just hope he still stays the same headfield as we all know. Like, okay, he was already different compared to the 90s, yeah, but still, <laughs> I don't want him to become another person. I hope he just keeps his current look. Mm. The long hair and the stash should stay. The James we all know should stay. Yes, he needs to get better. That's the most important, of course. All this is... Well, second most. All this is what I mostly worry about, yes. Oh, all this is what I mostly worry about, yes. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> this man means a lot to me. I don't think I've ever wanted anything more than to interview this guy on the show. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. That we'll reach so out for next, next week. Okay. How do we get in touch with him? Instagram. Okay. Get in those DMs. Should maybe send him a mustache pic as a little enticement. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I, I do also want to mention that not only are we on Instagram at Metal Injection Livecast, we are also on Patreon. We are at patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And every month at the on the first of the month, you will get a brand new bonus episode if if you contribute five dollars or more to our Patreon. And we have fun jammers other than the five dollar bonus episode. If you contribute ten dollars, you get a shout out at the end of the show. Those are coming up. 
If you contribute $25, Darren will record a voicemail for you uh, with one of his character voices. If you contribute $35, you'll get an exclusive live cast Patreon t-shirt not available anywhere else. And if you want to throw us 500 bucks, you can just come here and sit in on the show. Seriously. Just cut. You, have to, you just have to pay for your own travel and shit. But we'll let you on the show. Yeah, awesome. we might even do an extended episode for you. And uh, let's not get crazy. Like I said at the at the beginning of every month, we put up a bonus episode. Last month, we kicked things off with a Pantera video watch along, mm-hmm. which was very fun. And we continued the watch along tradition this month, and we played Motley Crue's "The Dirt," and we had to suffer through it. For the laughs and for you. It's extremely funny. Yeah. Uh, it was very funny. The movie itself is terrible. The movie itself is really funny. And us, yeah. we had such a good time commenting on it. And yeah. you can hear it now. You could you could put it on and, and put the movie on Netflix and watch along with us. And I wanted to play a little <laughs> clip where I think this might, I don't know if this is the first time, but this is early on when we see Vince Neil. And this is us going off on Vince Neil. Here's a clip from our exclusive Patreon watch-along episode of Motley Crue's The Dirt. But we'll settle for Vince Neil. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a fat-faced fucking drug addict. We'll settle for a dude who looks like Suzanne Summers and sings like Getty Lee. We'll take that, well, I guess. Well, he did look like a, like a, like a rail-thin girl uh, around this era. It's like they rolled two dodecahedron Dungeons & Dragons dice with, like, failed 80 celebrities on yeah. one die and, like, shitty musicians on the other die. <laughs> and if he could eventually commit vehicular manslaughter, all the better. Let's get somebody yeah. like that. Uh, we want someone who looks like Pam Dauber <laughs> and plays guitar like uh, Mark Bolin. I want half Susan Anton and half Anton LaVey. Can we get that, please? <laughs> yes. That's a little, that's a little tease of the gold you will get with the episode. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. That's the website. We did it. We did it again. Because mm. this was the second one. And next month, we are not going to be doing a watch along. We're going to be doing a round table where we have watched the movie already and then we come and we literally sat in a round we sat in the round yes was it uh is the movie still a secret let's hold off on giving giving away what it is just asking hold off on that okay bub you do say what it is at the end of this commentary that's right so our our patrons will know okay and uh let's see what else to do what else do i want to talk about the I never middle ditch thing. Oh yeah, uh, but before that, I never talked about uh, when I used a bidet. Oh, oh, I, that's I really right. did want to talk yes. about that. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I went, I went glamping. Noah went, did not go glamping, but I did go glamping. Oh, I did another primitive camping by oh. the way over the weekend. We can talk about that right after. But so I went to this really nice cabin in Vermont. Of course, broke Bobka. She loved it, and. Uh, it was so hooked up. There were like heated floors in the bathroom. There was. A, wow. uh, it was a log cabin, right? Yeah. It, it, the Yeah. The walls were wood. Yeah. I guess it was. I'm trying to think of the whole. Yeah. The entire thing like was log. The whole thing was wood. On the logs. Uh, he did. Oh, of course. Yes. And so this this thing had a bidet. It oh. had. Uh, and it was like very fancy. It wasn't just like any old attachment because the. 
controls for the bidet were in front of me, like on the wall. Do you know how much poop was on those buttons? Why would there be poop on the buttons? Just from it going into the air when you flush. Or like people like using it and like using their fingers to help the water clean and then pushing off. People like Noah who don't wash their hands. Wait, what? Why would you? (laughs) What? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. But you use the bidet before you wipe. But you use the bidet to help you wipe. To clean your ass, right? Well, French people uh, use the bidet in lieu of wiping. They just don't wipe. Okay, so... So, okay, let let me explain the experience. So, and then we will get... So, there was the bidet. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was another... I forget how they framed it. Oh, I I posted a photo. Yeah, had a frame on it around it? (laughs) Well, like how they branded it. No, I he mean. put a frame around his head as he sat on. So, like, <laughs> he was an art was piece. The, the pooper Lisa. An, uh, art installation. <laughs> uh, it was like bidet, something else, and then enema. Oh. And all that really meant was like the bidet part would target where a vagina would be. So it like got my gooch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't need this wet. This I don't hurt. think your vagina would be where your gooch is. I think they have a gooch too. Uh, our gooch is like way smaller than your gooch. Yeah, you don't know how big my gooch is. <laughs> <laughs> Which one tastes better? Wait, though? gooch is is between your Sid, sack taste and test. your <laughs> yeah and your butt. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So just real- wait, wait, wait. So so then I did the oh, and then there's a dry function. <laughs> so yes, you're right, Darren. You would theoretically you. Shouldn't need to wipe. Like, right. the machine would do the wiping for you. And I have to say, like, all kidding aside, yeah. Uh, other than the initial, like, shock of, like, water hitting your exposed butthole, <laughs> it, it was delightful. It's stretched butthole, right? Because you're sinning. I don't yeah. doubt that. It's water. Like, it feels good to clean your ass yeah, when you exactly. shower, exactly. right? Exactly. It's exactly. That's all it is. And you, and you really do feel much cleaner. And... So then you do the drying, but it's still like for me, it still felt uh, a little like, dirty, not dirty, like uh, wet. It still felt a little wet. So I wanted to dry th- the wetness Sorry. off, but there was no poop like it cleaned all the poop. Do you think your um, need to clean that is more like you just used to wiping and you feel like you feel like you the need to put like you're not complete until you put some toilet paper back there? Uh no, it did still feel like there was like w- a little bit of wetness, and I I, I just was well, I don't want a swampy butthole. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Okay, so the buttons were wash, which I guess would be the wash would be the butt blend, bidet would be the vagina, <laughs> and then enema is like you know the intense wash. So what do you do for enema? You squat on the spindle or something, and then it puts no, a, it's the same. You, you sit the same way. It's just the jet is uh, oh, pumping out stronger. But I, I mean, I, I could be so. wrong. I'm not an expert, but I feel that I thought enema was, you know, inserted. An enema, you, yeah, you insert put a something. Tube inside your colon. Right. I guess this is taking a liberty with the definition of it, and in, in the, gotcha. in the a- idea that it's so intense, it's like inserting. So uh, it's a it's <laughs> a loose definition, you would say. <laughs> yes, a loose definition. Loose duty. But also, then there was pulse and massage for people that just like a little, <laughs> like a <laughs> little. Let's be real. That's for masturbating. Is it? I, 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 I did not that. try those. I did not. Try you got to go back. 
I feel it's more for uh, people with lady parts. I guess. No way. How would it be for masturbating? It's a jet, like a pulse of water. Yeah, and the way the water looks, it's like there would be two. But it's aimed at our hole. Like you said, it's aimed at our Yeah, you could position yourself. Yeah, Yeah, you definitely can position yourself. You kind of have to do it a little bit. But yeah, ultimately, first day experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the first one. The first one was when we stayed at that very fancy hotel in Richmond when we were shooting the oh, DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was a manual bidet, and I did not like that at all. That was literally you turn a faucet and just like a. <laughs> a and I was like, oh, this it's is a shower. Good. Yeah, it's just a shower in a toilet bowl. <laughs> so for your birthday, can I get you a bidet all day shirt? Are you ready for that? Sure. Do those exist or are you going to make that custom? <laughs> they do they that. have like a rosé all day shirt. Do we make live cast bidet. bidet all day shirts? <laughs> bidet all day. So when I was reading up on getting the bidet for my bathroom, I was reading the reviews to see how people use it. And um, so people get it to be more like environmentally friendly and not use toilet paper. But... They end up having to like use washcloths along with it, and then you just leave that next to your toilet. I don't know if I would want you guys coming over and seeing my poop rags. Right there. <laughs> well, again, the, like I, the drawer I, or something. The or idea, the idea is that there wouldn't be poop on it; that the bidet would clear. I out do off not the feel like my butt is clean, like unless I'm using a butt wipe or whatever, and I'm using my finger to clean. Otherwise, I have to like put soap on my finger and put it in my butt and. That's how I know that my butt's clean. So you're the one that touches your butt with your naked <laughs> finger. Because I was like, who yeah, would do that? I said that before. Yeah. Yes. Jeez, how tight is your butthole that you have to get in there like that? What? What do you mean it's tight? Yeah, I mean, it is tight. Are you I insulting her character, Rob? But I use soap, so it helps me. How dare you suggest that I have a tight butthole? It makes my finger, you know, like, like lubricated. <laughs> Where are we? Judorino asks, can we get live cast butt towels? I poop so much towels. I mean, any towel is a butt towel if yeah, you use it right. on your butt. Well, all those little like hotel wash rags. I, I don't like using those because you know what's been on them. Those little hand towels mm-hmm. either come or poop. No, thanks. But don't they wash them? But based on your fear... Isn't there a chance there would be cum or poop on all of the towels? And you ride be- the subway, don't you? Beyond that, yeah. even if there isn't on the bigger towels, they wash the bigger towels with the smaller towels. So at one point, all that poop and cum is in there with all the towels. Never going to a hotel. Just bring your own towels. Yeah. <laughs> you could do that. It's fine. Eh, a little poop never hurt nobody. Come on okay, now. you guys give me crap for not washing my hands after I put I just want to say I don't give you crap. It is a fact that comes up occasionally. but I think the point is you've had enough crap. We don't <laughs> yes. need to give you any more. I, you I give you the either. crap. Reduce <laughs> the crap somewhat. We should be trying to do that. Uh, another thing I wanted to bring up is this story about Silicon Valley star Thomas Middleditch, <laughs> who, like... I can't. So he apparently recently revealed that he and his wife are swingers. Mm. And I read this page six write up of it. And now let's go through it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I okay. think it says a lot. Mm-hmm. So Thomas Middleditch, lead star 
of Silicon Valley. Yes. I would like, I don't know. I'm not going to say he's ugly, but he's not particularly. He's like guy. I mean, that's why he was cast in that role. Right. He's like, he's average at best. Right. Yeah. So j- just and like his wife, I would say just based on looks alone. Like, I don't know who has the better personality looks out of his league. Like she she looks hotter than him. Uh, and so which I mean, OK, sure. Uh, Thomas Middleditch is swinging for the fences. This is the page six Jesus article. Now. Christ. Wow. The headlines are almost as good as metal injection. Oh, this isn't the headline. This is the first line of the story what was the headline let's see what is the thomas middleditch says swinging saved his marriage oh boring thomas middleditch is swinging for the fences (laughs) ha ha that's such a clever pun (laughs) this is the 37 year old actor best known for hbo silicon valley spoke with playboy for its pleasure issue at length about his swinger lifestyle and his marriage to costume designer molly gates uh he goes he's quoted as saying rather only after I got married, I was like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here. <laughs> to her credit, instead of saying, fuck you, I'm out, she was like, let's figure this out, he recalled. To be honest, swinging saved our marriage. We have different speeds and we argue over it constantly. But it's better than feeling unheard and alone and that you have to scurry in the shadows. So what I'm getting from this is I'm starting to get a feeling that she is not cool with the yeah. singing. Yes. Yeah. But so let's keep going. He's like, basically, I'm going to cheat on her one way or the other. So at least this way I don't have to also lie about it because that's not fun. <laughs> also, I love the line. We have different speeds yeah. and we argue over it constantly. Yeah. To me, that sounds like, hey, let's have sex. And her being no. He uses the <laughs> enema button and she uses yeah. the pulse and massage <laughs> button. <laughs> And also, he says it saved his marriage, and then he says they argue constantly. So, did it, really? Well, they're still married. So, he goes, even though he got candid with the outlet, Middleditch prefaced his, his explanation with, I don't know how much I can say because I don't, my, I don't want my wife to be mad at me. Jesus. Definitely sounds like someone in a good marriage. But then let me go and say everything. Yes. You know, anyway. And then he continues. Give her full name. <laughs> He continues, it's a perpetual state of management and communication to the point where it's like, all right, we've got to stop. I'm gas and she's breaks. <laughs> he added before noting, this is actually the premise for a comedy series. We're writing together. I want to point out oh my that we're in a perpetual state of management and communication to the point like it's all right. We've got to stop. I'm gas and she's breaks. So it sounds like you just want to do it. Yeah. I'm famous now. I've got groupies that, you know. Yeah, and she is like, well, I'm willing to put up with it up until this point. That's yeah. it. This is too far. Yeah. This is like really bad. <laughs> Can we finish uh, dinner before you fuck this girl, please? <laughs> he goes, I love my wife Can like I've. fuck her on the dinner table? Yeah. <laughs> I love my wife like I've never loved anyone before. With two people who feel that way about each other. How do you go down that road? It's tough. Bring a therapist along for the ride. End quote. When asked if he's concerned about becoming a representation for swingers, he said, I would be honored to to be the face of something. I just don't give a fuck. But my wife is more private, so I have to juggle that. Very respectful. Wait, he's juggling in bed now, too? (laughs) I still don't know who this guy is. Also, if he became the face of swinging, nobody would do it anymore. That would end (laughs) swinging as a thing if he was the face of it. Here's when it gets good. But when it comes, I mean, this whole thing is good, but, but when it comes to fans wanting to sleep with him and how that affects his wife, Gates, 
Middleditch admitted it's a slippery slope. Yeah, or it would be if any of his fans yeah. wanted to sleep with him. Well, quote, that's one of the trickier elements of it all because Molly doesn't get that and yet she has to witness it. I'm like, come on. What about this chick who's obviously really into me? And Molly will say, yeah, she's into you. Where do I fit in? That question comes up. You don't. This so it's like, lady. yeah, Jesus like, fucking sure. Christ. Just leave. It's a game of inches on a minefield to try to predict who's going to feel safe, he concludes. My first concern is Molly. And really not. Yeah. It really isn't. No, he you... meant the drug. Ah, yeah, By the way, right? a game of inches on a minefield. I don't think it's like a very mixed metaphor. And he goes, anything that happens has to be run by the queen. Ah, such panda, such a bullshit. asshole. It's funny, when T.J. Miller left the show, it seemed like T.J. Miller was the asshole because he trashed Thomas Middleditch. But now I'm thinking, oh, maybe T.J. Miller had a point, actually. This guy seems worse than him. I don't know who any of these people are. Really? Nope. I feel like you'd recognize them. If you never yeah, watched Silicon Valley? No. It's a pretty, it good. was a pretty good show for a while. It sort of trailed off. Yeah, this last season. I'm glad that the next season is the final yes. one because it's like, you guys got to wrap it up. Oh, it's still on. Yeah, one more. Who are you? Goodbye. <laughs> I'll find a picture of Thomas Middleditch for you. I just saw it on Rob's okay. screen. Still don't know. Okay. T.J. Miller, show him T.J. Miller. What show is this him the show T.J. Darren Miller. People show now? Yeah. Yeah. It's like before with Noah. We're like, yeah. would you date this guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so how was I your? I would not fuck Thomas Middleditch. Noah, how was your second uh, primal camping? What was it? Uh, primitive. Camping. Primitive camping. Sorry. It was good. I don't know if I have anything different to say because it was pretty much the same experience except we added more food and mm. s'mores. Is there a drum circle? Oh, and Bruno came with us. Yeah, how was oh, Bruno nice. in the woods? Loved it. He loved it. He was like in his element. He was Did walking. He wasn't like stopping every five minutes to sniff. Uh, he slept in the tent with us. Oh. It was so cute. He slept by the fire. Did he have to watch you guys boning? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is not the kind of bone I was asking for. <laughs> uh, I mean, he like stayed in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Jeez. What was facing him when this was happening? Our was feet. He... <laughs> but like, who was on top? Whose ass was in his face? <laughs> uh, actually, we were kind of like in a diagonal. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe my ass. Did okay, you ever feel like, oh crap, I'm kicking Bruno as I'm? <laughs> I mean, I uh, no, because Bruno's been on the bed for multiple experiences. Oh, okay. Did he? Um, did Bruno interact <laughs> with Thomas Middleditch when you were swinging <laughs> with him in the campsite? <laughs> Wait, so Bruno's been on your bed too. while you've been having sex? Um, not with this boyfriend because Bruno's legs are getting old and he doesn't really jump on the bed anymore. But yeah, that's why it's not because he just doesn't <laughs> he want just to. Fucking his legs, by, his legs are fine. Bodies. He doesn't have ups anymore. It's sad. He's well, how big is your bed that you have two people fucking small. and a dog on it? A queen. Okay, that's that's a lot. Of, that's not a lot of room for. Well, I'm not two six foot three. Well, be honest. How many times have you uh, like? Sexually kicked Bruno in the face while you're doing some well, that, some move. not like sexually kicked Bruno. Like the kick wasn't sexual. Right. Well, you, were, uh, well, to, you didn't see the kick. You know, Bruno is really good about finding a spot on the bed that's like, you know, out of kick range. Out of kick range, but like still in peripheral, uh, like, like in his peripheral. So, so he can so get a good listen. view of two yeah. gooches slapping. He's but like he very respectful of space. Oh no! Well, he's on your bed while yeah, you're yeah. He's not so respectful that he just leaves the fucking room. No, he he might be under the bed these days. 
Like lady, I know. Or just like laying on the floor. He's under the bed while you're on top of it humping? <laughs> it's that his can't choice. be comfortable for him. He, he has so many places to sleep. That's where he wants to go. Could I'm be, not going to stop having sex to remove my dog from the room. It could be dangerous <laughs> for the dog. What yeah. happens if he... The bed breaks. Um, the spring gets him in the skull. You know, he has a good life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cold-blooded. <laughs> That always makes me uncomfortable when I'm on like Chatterbait or something, and the woman's got like her cat on her bed next to her. I'm like, oh you're like, my God. you've got a f- two dildos in your ass right now. Get the cat out of she the room. She thought she was on Catterbait. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a thing, it should be. Simple letter omission. <laughs> Today I walked Bruno to the Mexican place to get food, and there's like a little bench outside, so I always tie him up, and I could see him by the door when I order the food. And I'm standing there waiting to order the food, and he, like, um, starts itching his ear, and his red rocket comes out. And he stops itching his ear, licks his red rocket, then starts itching his ear again. Every time he, like, curves his body, his red red rocket will come out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Were there any boy dogs around? Is that why his red rocket was coming out? No, I don't know why he was getting a It was just a chorizo contest. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this place thinks it has good chorizo. Check this out. And then he, like, turned to the street, and he, like, bent to, like, itch his ear, and his red rocket came out again to, like... Ex- into, Is like, it touching the concrete? Yeah, like, the, uh, the tip of it. Gotta uh, watch out. It looks so sensitive at the end when it pops. I uh, he has probably... a big dick. <laughs> you, why are you disgusted by she that? She doesn't like big dicks. <laughs> no, you better I... watch out. His red rocket will wind up in a taco salad if you're not careful. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's sleeping. He doesn't hear, he doesn't hear the slander. Bruno laying pipe. Slander! I don't want his dick to get chopped up, like a chorizo. Well, his, I mean, I'm not gonna chop his dick. Oh, okay, oh, oh! Fine. You're saying the Mexican place? No, I'm not saying they'd really chop his dick. Come on, just they a cut bit. your dick just off. A joke. But it's such a weird that's so that's weird. right. I didn't so realize that. Like, even though he's neutered, he's still. Uh... Well, do you need balls to get a boner? Don't you? No, the balls I think provide the hormones, like goes into your system, and then you get horny, yeah, and then you get brain. a boner. But you can still get like you get boners when you wake up with the piss hard on, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, no one doesn't know, <laughs> but she knows. I, I mean, mean, I've seen. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Uh, yeah, because like I'm thinking, like I never see. Uh, I was about to say no. I never see Bobka do anything sexual. Like she looks her cooch. But I think that's more cleaning. Like she. Yeah. Well, how long is she down there for? <laughs> She's got a really dirty cooch. Sometimes Bruno, so he'll like start licking it to make it go away. Two birds, one cooch. And then if he's licking it for too long, I have to be like, Bruno, Enough, buddy. Get do it when I'm not home. I don't want to see this. Well, but he ever sp- he can't splooge. Right? I will say, like she sometimes gets very uh, obsessive about licking, not necessarily her cooch, like. A lot, usually her paws. Okay. But sometimes it'll just be like an all over, like licking her whole body type of, like she's in a ball, just cleaning. She's a very cleanly dog. Like her, her, uh, the, the Shibu Inus like to remain clean. Mm. Like they clean themselves off constantly because they don't like dirt on, they don't like anything on their bodies. And like they instinctually, like she will instinctually jump over puddles mm-hmm. and stuff. Like I never trained her to do it and that's just in their DNA. Well, she was saved from a, like a meat company, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, they probably trained the dogs to clean themselves to save a step, like when they so they wouldn't wash the meat. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have to save money. I don't, I don't think that's how it is. It's no. efficient. No, like all of those, all dogs. In, get out of here, Darren! <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> and I feel like most dogs don't want to step in a dirty puddle. It's just like a preference, mm-hmm. just like you wouldn't. 
But she actively jumps over it. Does Bruno jump over puddles? I don't he, think Bruno can jump. Yeah, he, well, he, he, he could jump on the yeah. bed when there's some <laughs> butt slapping going on. <laughs> Probably thinks there's an earthquake. So higher ground. <laughs> Or go under the bed, which is what you're probably supposed to do. Noah, did you ever tell Rob the story about the time you made Bobka watch you have sex? Or have you still not told that story? What? Rob, do you know about this? What? You made her watch this you? This was like what? a long time ago, and I feel like at this point, like the statute of limitations is up. You can just tell the story. What? Rob just flipped the table over. I don't know if over. I remember the exact story. Well, Sid sounds like you were remember. You were watching Bobka at some point, and you had yeah. a, a male companion over, and I remember asking, well, like, what happened when things got romantic? You're like, well, she was in the room for it. Well, okay, so it wasn't that she was, a, okay. I was watching okay. Bobka. That's, not, that's not that bad. That's fine. I thought you I mean, meant like you called her into yeah. the room to watch you have sex. That's not as I bad as the remember. time you used her as a squirt cloth. That was oh. really bad. Oh. I okay. told you she doesn't like being wet. <laughs> it's all right. She's very cleanly. She just she cleaned herself. She likes it if it comes from Noah. She cleaned all the Noah goo off her. That's very why we're quickly. so close, Rob. By the way, Bobka is my dog for new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what happened? <laughs> so she was just in so, the room watching you have sex? Uh, I was watching her for the weekend, and um, it was when my boyfriend and I were just dating. It was, like, super early. And I took her and Bruno, because I was going to go up to visit my dad, but I slept over his house. And his couch, like, his living room opens up to his bedroom, and both Bruno and Bobka were, like, on the couch, basically just watching us. <laughs> it's like they were watching a porn I always wonder, like, do they know? I mean, they have to. I think. Yeah, like Bruno, Bruno uh, humps, so he should put it together, right? Bruno gets it. But Bobka, I think she's too innocent. She doesn't know. Bruno she knows now. She, she hasn't. She hasn't been topped yet. Uh, she probably not. Oh, I guess maybe before <laughs> I got her, but since being in New York, maybe that's why she never likes to socialize with dogs. Yeah, she feels. She feels it. Yeah, she is intense about it. Her tail is tucked in. Her pussy is hidden. Well, that's just the she's scared. Christ. I don't think she's hiding her puss. Yeah, but I mean. Oh, scared of rape? Yeah, I guess. She there's times when she has her tail down, but then like it'll be t- like tucked in is like a next level of mm-hmm. like, get me the hell out of here. That's true. Uh, Bruno definitely feels jealousy when I'm hanging out with my boyfriend. Oh really? And I know that because he pees in the house. Oh, <laughs> while you, w- while you're here? No, but like if we leave together, even though he gets walked, well, I'll, I'll come back and there's piss <sighs> in the kitchen, and I oh, fucking want to kill know. him. Well, at least it's in the kitchen, it's not on the carpet. That's nice. He's Dip done it on the carpet too. Um, he there? Yeah, he's done it on the carpet, mm-hmm. like in the bathroom. Poor guy. Well, uh, speaking of that swinging thing, would you ever see yourself swinging Noah? Like, have you? Is it something you talked about with your boyfriend? No, because our relationship is way too, it's way too early for that. Mm. I feel like that's more for people who are in a, like a committed long-term monogamous relationship and maybe they do it because they get bored or they need to try something new. Uh, I don't know. I I guess I have mixed feelings about it. Like uh, listening to, what's his name? Dan uh, Savage. Dan Savage's podcast and hearing the different stories of how it makes people's relationship works. I can like... I've definitely, like, I have fantasized about, like, threesomes and stuff like that, but I don't know. I think it gets, like, Threesomes with another guy or with another girl in the room? Both. Oh. 
Mm. What about a foursome? So there's no odd person. One from column A, one from column B. Yeah. I mean, I can. You offering, Rob? Uh, I don't know. I have. I think it like depends on the couple, and like everyone mm-hmm. has their own situation. You didn't say no. She she said she said it was I too early in their relationship. Right now, it would not it would not work out. Sid, could you see you and uh, Mrs. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be interested in that. Mm. What That's if she was? Weird. Would you be open to it? Uh, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be offended. I'd be. Do you sad. remember in Curb Your Enthusiasm? Larry's wife said that, like, on, uh, I forget which birthday. She gave him a free pass? Yeah. Did he end up using it, or he almost did, and then he realized that lady was, like, a he George did. Bush he used supporter? He French, a French lady. Oh, that was, like, later, though. He didn't use it, like, in, on the season when it first came up. I don't think he ended up ch- cashing it in, but then eventually he did. But yeah, no, I, I, it's just, even when people say they're okay with it, they're not really. Like that Thomas Middleditch story, he thinks his fucking wife is yeah. okay with it. She's not okay with it. <laughs> Clearly she's sex, not okay with it. Sex definitely like. I think it could be where both people can be on the same page about it. But like. Yeah, they could, but I mean, yeah, I think what typically, is saying typically that it, it's not. I it's usually one person imposing it on the yeah. other. Yeah. And I think for women, like when you have sex, there's like all these things going off in your brain. They make you feel connected to the guy that you're with. The emotional aspect. Especially when he comes in you. I feel uh, for men, it's just uh, procedural. <laughs> right. That's not true for me. I like, I, I'm very emotional about it. Like, I, It could be both. But I feel like there's a, I, I think when, like no matter what, like even if you have a hookup, you get very emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you. I mean, you know. Or you wouldn't hook up unless you feel emotionally been connected It's been a while since I had that, but. It, yeah. I, I, I would I'm I was not like really attracted to doing that because of that mm-hmm. scenario. Like, I see. I attach like a lot of emotion to not just sex but like, you know, being with somebody, intimacy and stuff. So mm-hmm. I prefer it I prefer it to be someone I actually care about. Mm. Yeah. Same. Hmm. That's very interesting to hear men say that it doesn't mean i don't like get horny or have lust or anything but like I, you know what i mean like you wouldn't act it's a mix it's a mix of two things i yeah i wouldn't act on it like i wouldn't be like all right i'm going out to a bar and i'm gonna get laid tonight and like that has no appeal for me whatsoever right because some guys can just go to a bar and get laid and still like love their significant other at home yeah i'm not judging anyone just ask me what i think yeah i think it's just like the uh you know, it's like masturbating plus. It's like a little, a step above masturbating. Just masturbating with someone else. Right, but your partner has to also yeah. think that. Otherwise, then it's, even if you think it's masturbating plus, it's cheating to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that's where the uh, open communication is very important and mm-hmm. kind of understanding where both people in the relationship are. What about you, Rob? You didn't answer the question. Did What's you? the question? So if I'd be into swinging? Yeah, like, do you think it could work? Ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it could work, but uh, yeah, maybe. maybe Some people I'd be down say for it. that it makes them more attracted to their partner, like their main partner, and that's yeah. the thing that I have a hard time understanding. Well, because like I think with that, how I can relate is like when you have sex with someone who isn't your partner, you're like you're so used to doing the act with your partner that like certain things 
certain actions within the sex remind you of your partner and you, it's like you can't help but compare and you're just like yeah. oh i really like like they do it with love <laughs> you right. know they handle this portion of the the se- and it, it a lot like because you don't have the connection with the hookup it allows you to appreciate the connection you do have yeah so with- what's why not like why even go that extra step like what's the point then yeah i don't know i don't know the they're not around they're out hooking up with someone else (laughs) so it's like a revenge thing no it doesn't i don't i think if you do it as a revenge thing that's very unhealthy that's not (laughs) that's that shouldn't be the intent i think it should just be it's a i think it could be separate it's just like i need to get off this person is available to Help me enjoy getting off. If Thomas Middleditch's wife is listening to this and she wants to hook up with you for revenge, would you be cool with it, though? Uh, to get yeah. back at Thomas Little Ditch, yes. Little Ditch? <laughs> That's right. Thomas, <laughs> or <laughs> Little Ditch. Little, little, little with a hyphen. L-I-D-E-L-E. I don't want any of the news media to misquote Little Ditch. Oh, my God. All right. What a world. Well, you know who I think could help us answer this question? Or like this uh, topic, Shlomo. Mario. Oh, oh, well. Since he's the other, in the marriages. Yeah, he's clearly okay with people swinging. Durino in the chat writes: Rob's other dog Instagrams make him appreciate Bobka's more. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's wow. good. It's true though. I I do follow other dogs on Bobka's Instagram account, and I'm always like, no, Bobka's cuter. Mm-hmm. Oh, Darren and I went to Philly this weekend. Right. Uh, well, we also went to both New Japan shows. Yeah, we went to there. see New Japan shows. They played in Manhattan at Hammerstein Ballroom. Show was supposed to start at seven. Okay. Did not start until eight thirty-five. <laughs> Brutal. Well, here's what made it worse because we found out later that the real reason was. Uh, by New York State law, there needs to be an ambulance with a staff of EMTs at any sporting event. Okay. So even like ping pong, I think I don't know what it uh, whatever is governed con- by the. I think a contact right. sport. Yeah, okay. like any state athletic commission. Right. Okay. So uh, boxing and MMA and you mm-hmm. know wrestling, even though it's not a sport, but people can get yeah. hurt badly. So someone apparently called the the ambulance company and said the show was canceled. So maybe sabotage. Damn. Alleged. That's not. That's one of the rumors. That, right, that's right. what happened. Oh, wow. Um, but no. Well, what we know definitely happened is that they were told the show was canceled. Right. We don't know that's definite. That's one of the that stories going around. What? Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. But so, in other words, we had to sit there and wait for an hour and a half until they got an ambulance there. Uh, the fire department offered to send an ambulance. And the New York State Athletic Commission said that wouldn't work. It has to be a real ambulance with a staff of EMTs on it. So they still had to keep waiting. But here's what pissed me off is that f- during that hour and a half, they until like 730 we, was the first announcement. Right. They made an announcement. We're having technical problems. That's it. Then for like another 45 minutes, nothing like they just showed clips. They didn't have someone. And then they finally sent someone out like to give out T-shirts. Well, first came out the vice president oh, of yeah. Pence? Uh, North American Touring for New Japan. <laughs> oh. no. And it was that a Japanese guy. And it was a Japanese guy. I was so sad. And it was the saddest thing because he, he can't speak English very well. He looked shook. 
Did he do like, Harakiri out of shame? And he Almost. had like the worst stage fright, and he was oh. like, I'm so, I'm not going to do the accent because yeah, I'm not uh, getting fired from SNL or anything. But he's like, uh, I'm so sorry. Technical difficulties. So sorry. Technical difficulties. And wait, and he so bowed, sorry. and then he did, the bow wasn't good enough, so he got down on his knees and bowed. Oh, God. Like he was salami. Like he was, he was essentially like uh, crying. He was crying. He was like, he I'm was so crying. sorry. Like a wrestler had to get in the ring and right. be like, Okay, get out of the room. Well, it was. Jeez. Let me tell you how how bad real? it was. How bad it was. Live, cringy. It was so bad. I thought it was a bit. I thought he was. Yeah. It was like, all right, we're having these problems, so we're gonna do a little skit, and then someone's gonna power. Someone's bomb gonna him. beat the shit out of him, <laughs> and that's how the show finally starts. Yeah. Like we got the but ambulance. No, it there. was no bit. It was uh, not a bit. He was just. It just. I ended will. With, I will say, like, this is a fucking New York crowd restless. But when he started doing this. They could have shit, shat on him. Instead, they were like, "It's okay. It's Don't okay. worry about it. It's yeah. okay. Aww. It's okay." Like I, I, he did pull out the sympathy card at least. Yes. And then a wrestler, and like he gave a big rah rah speech, like you guys are the best fans. Thank you for being so patient. We have some shirts for right. now. We're really sorry. We're gonna get it. And then once the show started, it was great. It was. And I feel it would have been so much better if it started an hour and a half earlier, <laughs> because by the end of it, I'm like, it ended at like almost eleven thirty. Right. Oh, great. And yeah, it's just like. You? Huh? Didn't they have curfew? They went past curfew, so they probably wow. uh, really because eleven is the curfew. I know it's a hard curfew at Hammerstein because I've seen many bands there and I've talked to them and they've all told me that like they scheduled the shows to end at ten forty five just in case there's something that you know sets everything back so they at least have the fifteen minutes. And it's because of like union overtime. Yes, right? it's union yeah. overtime, so you get charged every minute. You get charged some like exorbitant. Fee. You were about to say minute. absorbent? Absorbent. Yes. <laughs> it absorbs absorbent. your money. Well, yeah. And it's actually exorbitant. <laughs> yeah. Not exorbitant. Oh, my God. Pardon me, madam. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, no, you need to apologize to us like that vice president did to the crowd. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Technical difficulties with my time. <laughs> has so to, is there a video of that anywhere? I don't know. Uh, so then, we, uh, so then they, they played Philly at the ECW Arena. And Darren and I made the trek down there, and it was fun. It it, it was a, a easy ride, easy Saturday afternoon, uh, Sunday afternoon ride. A great day mm-hmm. for a trip, and we went to get uh, some cheesesteaks. Yeah, where'd you go? We went to this place, Ishkabibbles. Okay, is that new? I've never heard of it. Uh, they've been around. So I, I wanted to avoid uh, Pats and Geno's because it's like, all right, and I've been Tony there. Luke's. Tony Luke's. I've been to now though. They have that here. Yeah, that's true. And uh, Jax is a really good one. But we drove past Jax. There was a line around the block. And it's like, we went to Ishka Bibbles. There was no line. There was no Uh, one else there even. Well, when we sat down, I think it got really busy. I think we just caught it on like an off. Yeah, I mean, but we walked right up and ordered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it it is a notable spot. And they have great reviews. And it was awesome. I had the uh, traditional beef steak chopped with onions and uh, cheese whiz. Mm-hmm. And Dorinsky, what did you have? I had chicken, chicken with provolone. Uh, provolone. Can, you say, can you say it correctly? Provolone. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really good. They, they serve it to you open face and with a fork, and the fork is crucial. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot eat that sandwich How as a sandwich. stay awake for the event? You know what? That, yeah. Like that's the other. I was very worried. Uh, I would have a food coma, but it kind of felt like just the right amount of food. Yeah. It was Mine like was very light too. It was. I'm not saying it wasn't intense, but it it wasn't the end of the world. And plus, we did a bit of a we 
ended up being good on time. So we kind of like walked for 15 minutes around the, the neighborhood. And I think that helped us. Like if we just sat back in the car after, I think we would have had a huge food coma. We would have just been sitting in our gut. But my chicken was like white meat. So it kind of felt like, I don't know, it just felt very light. It didn't feel like I was eating a big greasy meal, you know? Yeah. Although technically it was a little bit greasy, but. And better uh, be at least a little bit greasy. Yeah. I mean, so. it was on the, the grill. is very greasy. I hope so. Uh, How much? We, How much for the sandwich? Uh, I think mine was very cheap. I got a drink and it came with like 12 bucks. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I got fries as well and it was under 15, I remember. Good fries? They were all right. They yeah. weren't as good as a sandwich. You don't need to get the fries. Fair enough. Uh, and we were walking around South Street, which I feel is like the hipsterish area mm-hmm. of Philly now. Like they're trying to, it's a lot of shops and stuff and we were walking around and we were like, oh, well, you know, this is very unphilly-like. <laughs> this is very nice. And then as we get in the car, there's a woman across the street, oh. just on the floor, yelling at the top of her lungs, nothing, like, ah, ah, She was ah. like, she sounded like she, honestly sounded like she lost a child. Like, she was, ah. wa- she was wailing. I thought she, I thought, like, is this, like, my initial thoughts, like, someone being raped? And then it's just, no, just a woman. Like, what would oh you have done? Oh, my God. Oh my God! <laughs> it was it was daytime. It was like yep. there was plenty of people. I was like, you can't be getting like four right p.m. Now. Yeah. Well, what was she screaming about? Nothing was at there all. A sign? Nothing at all. There was no. There was never any like more detail in what she was yelling about. She was just, oh my God, oh my God, ah, uh, you know. Probably just had a bad. It was Thomas Middleditch's wife. <laughs> yeah. The article came out. She was so embarrassed. He just wants to fuck everybody. Even in Philly. It's disgusting. Even in Philly. <laughs> he took me to Philly. That sucks somebody's dick. <laughs> the hotel had a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> no toilet paper. <laughs> Poor woman. She's been through enough. Yeah. She made me watch. He made me watch the new shitty Alice in Chains with the fake singer. Oh, no. oh, they're not shitty at all. Take that back. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't than like with Thomas Lane Stanley. Lane a, Stanley. A bird landed on the guitar. He tried to say it was a dead <laughs> <No>. person. <laughs> She's just recapping our podcast from this week. Edgar oh, said that little ditch was your rapper name in college. Yeah, Bob, is that true? Uh, that's not true. Do we think in 2016 when that bird landed on Bernie Sanders' podium that that was also Lane Staley? Oh, it was also Lane yeah, Staley? Like yeah. it wasn't some, one of Bernie's He's just ones? touring the country, showing up at different events. <laughs> I was never an Alice in Chains fan. <laughs> more, more into Mud Honey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Bernie's old school. I liked them before they were famous. <laughs> I personally prefer just the first two albums after that. Not for me. If my health care plan was in place, Lane Staley would be alive today. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Cheat some drug addicts. I bought the damn demo. (laughs) I wrote the damn demo. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I am Alice in Chains. (laughs) I am actually Alice, and I am very much in Chains. I'm Donald Trump. That's that's a morph. All right, we got to stop. I got to stop. We're going to get out of here. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Before we go, we got to do our, our Patreon shout-outs. So, uh, I, I, Darren, before you do it, I want to remind if you 
want to be considered a live cast super fan. We love all of our live casters, but if you're a live, if you want to be a live cast super fan, you can do so by contributing at the $10 level to our Patreon at patreon.com slash metal injection live cast. Here are all the people that contributed to the Patreon. Yes, we have Robert Jesus Delgado Bagalayos Jr. Eric, Rabaganoush, a.k.a. Justin, Benjamin, Lionel Alde, Dallas, El Duderino, and Justin with an E. Thank you to all of you, and thank you to all of our patrons. And uh, we appreciate all of your support. We'll be back next week. We're going to have Chase from Gate Creeper calling in. And uh, until then, add us on social media. We're on Instagram. Metal Injection Livecast is the handle. Also on Twitter. On Twitter, it's at MILifecast. That's correct. And you can search for Metal Injection Livecast on Facebook as well. Metal Injection Livecast archives are available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. And you want to tell them when to listen live in case uh, they're listening on the archive? I do. It's Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. And you can call in, schmooze, hear everything first, the whole deal. And send us some hate mail. Hate mail at metalinjection.net. Actually, we got some hate mail. Let me quickly read that before we... <laughs> I guess we don't have to say goodbye right now. P.S. This is the P.S. part yes. of the show. This is, the po- this is very much the post. This is the hidden track. Uh, here we- See, this is what happens when you send us hate mail. We don't end the show. That's why you should email us. Hate mail at metalinjection.net. All right, I'm going to read it next week because I can't find it. Jesus Christ. Forget about, forget about it. Fucking tease. But this is why you should e- email us so we could read it next week. At hate mail at metalinjection.net.
Ich wohne in Medienbrücken.